It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in to number 11%. Hang on. Let me do that. 11% of jobbing out. Boys, 11% is the number. What do you think it is? 11% of... AEW was revolving around Cody. I mean, it's got to be a bigger number than that. What are you? <laughs> are you out of your mind? Eleven percent? That would be a miracle. Jesus Christ! Eleven percent. Is that the amount of the score that the Steelers beat the Ravens by? Uh, I had to do the math on that. Twenty-eight to twenty. No, it's not. Oh, but is that the percentage of the vote counting in Nevada right now? <laughs> <laughs> No, boys, 11%. As we actually, like, the funny thing is it was a storyline on, on our show last week. We talked about it significantly. There are nine matches scheduled for full gear. One of them has had a logical face heel storyline told this week. 11% has had a face heel storyline told. 11% of all of the matches on a pay-per-view have had a logical face heel storyline that has been told leading up to it. 11%. That's it. We'll talk about that more in a second. It is jobbing out. Glenn- 11, hey, 11% of the card also hasn't been on TV for like two weeks. Uh, which which one? Which Serena Deeb versus Allison Oh, well, yeah, sure. Well, I mean. that, was, that was just thrown on yesterday. Right, yeah, you're right. whatever, so. All right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from uh, the Baltimore Sun, VEASAN. Of course, Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live. Um, you know, we've had a lot of return guests on the program over the years. We've had a lot of, you know, like how many times has Jim Ross been on the show since we started it, Aaron? Probably three. No, it's been more than three. There was a month where we had him on three times alone. It's probably been (laughs) five. Um, that's not true though. It wasn't three times in a month, but it was three times like in the span of a, of, of five months or something like that. Um, I don't know who the the guests are that we've had. Like, who do you think is the guest? I think Moose actually might be the leader. Might be the the guest that we've had on the most. No, not over the not years. not co- talking, not counting Kevin Eck or any of. No, our not any friends. of the like our our closer yeah. friends. Um, right. I, I think Moose, Leo, we had on a decent amount of times before uh, he went to WWE. Sure, sure, and like um, we've had plenty. We've had plenty of two or three times. Here's the thing that I don't think we've ever had before. I don't know that we've ever had someone uh, appear on the show uh, for the first time ever. And then two weeks later, say I want to come back on the show. I don't think that's happened before. I don't. No. I don't think we've ever done that. And that have is. We ever, have we ever had a guest um, come on the show and just start hosting it? Basically, take the show over altogether. <laughs> Actually, by the way, so we haven't done this. We haven't not. We normally have recorded a second interview. We have not recorded this interview yet, and we're up against it because we only have a twenty-minute window for this <laughs> tomorrow. So we'll see how it goes. Um, our guests this week, once again, are the Good Brothers, Anderson and Gallows. Yes. 
Um, and when it, when it was reached out to me, I was working on something else. And they were like, well, I've got the Good Brothers if you want them. And I said back, well, we just had them on two weeks ago, but I ain't saying no. <laughs> we will happily. By the way, I think it's more like a month ago now. Was it really a month ago? Jeez. I don't know. If it was, uh, it's close. It Somewhere hasn't. It there. hasn't been long. I know that much. But uh, they're back with us this week uh, from Impact. With, of course, last week was Bound for Glory. We'll talk about that. Uh, a lot of other September stuff. September twenty fourth. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. Where the hell is? <laughs> I is, promise you, that's uh, that's why time means nothing right now. It, that's you no, know that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. All right, we got some stuff that we'll get to as the show goes on, but uh, it is a pay per view week, and so we have picks that we will make for the show this week. It is AEW's full gear pay per view. They do four pay per views a year, um, so this is the final true pay per view of the year. They, now, the way they did this last year was they did. What did they do? They did something on like their first dynamite of of January, yeah, right? Yeah, well, it was it was the was that the one that was Bash at the Beach? And then that was the Bash at the right Beach, right? No, that was bad. Well, they're probably not yeah. gonna. I'm gonna guess they're not doing the cruise. I'm gonna guess. No, that's I'm not, not happening. That. So they might still try to do like a Bash at the Beach thing, but this will be their last major event for 2020. As I mentioned, we have nine matches on the card at the moment, so we will deal with things as we get to them going through the card. Um, We'll do the same thing. Uh, Should win, will win. That's how we'll pick this. Um, And we'll start, I think, by throwing out, we don't... I don't think there is a way for us to do should win, will win for Serena Deeb and Allison Kay. We just acknowledge that it's happening. Um, I have no further thoughts about it whatsoever. It will be a match. I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't think it's worthy of any discussion. Do either of you want to want to say something? I mean, I like Serena Deeb. I'm glad she won the NWA title, and yeah. That's I, look. I, I I have no problem. There's some comments this week from Cody about doing more with the N, with NWA. I, like that's fine, I guess. But I I don't know. At some point, I would either say like, why don't you just take on NWA talent into TN into Impact or it's it's a it is a weird vibe that I'm getting there. Like where in a in a small way, this is how I feel about the NWA Women's Championship. I don't care. I I, I just don't really. And if you want to tell full storylines and encompass talent, I I don't know. It's just a weird feeling that I have about it. And so. I, it, it doesn't strike I, me in any way. Here's here's the true thing about it when it comes to AEW is that AEW is not putting any time in their, their own women's division. So when you bring in the NWA mm-hmm. champion, like it doesn't really do anything other than, again, create some fun matches. And, you know, like we get to see Serena Deeb and Thunder Rose. Well, and it will, and will lead to somebody. Cool. It, will, it will lead to either somebody internally with them or people that have decided to be sycophants for, for AEW saying something like, well, this is great women's wrestling. That's what they do. It's, it's not. It's it's literally not. It has nothing to do with that. And they no, don't. If, if anything, it sort of reeks of desperation that they don't know what to do to to to. Um, let me see how I want to phrase this. They don't know how to represent women on their show. So this just feels like a grasp at a straw. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Here are the the it, other. Yeah. Ah, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Remember when Aaron told us that he was going to switch from internet to the phone and that was going to fix everything? It didn't fix everything. What? 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 
What? What? So yeah, that was fun. Aaron's decided to go ahead and ruin everything for everyone today. Shocker. He's just decided. I know we do the show at the same time every week, but remember that bit a couple weeks ago where I tried to pretend like um, I it's not the case and it's not on me. I'm gonna be a dick about it again today. That's right. I'm I'm going to choose to move into my house today. I'm going to choose to have delivery people come through. Just going to choose it all right today. Thanks a lot, a-hole. Aaron thinks he's it, at the level of AJ that he can call unbe- in like it's this. It's unbelievable. It's just That's unbelievable. Right. It just makes me want to say, like, we'll see you next week. My God, man. Uh, hey, on, on the plus side, I have a pretty awesome view from the balcony, and you guys can come out and see it. Great. Wonderful. Right. That that helps when no one wants to listen to this. <laughs> right. That helps a great deal. Let's just roll through picks at least, and then maybe we'll dismiss you. I don't know. Ah, you really sucked all the life out of this. I had so much. I had so much here. I had so much back. work. Did you really? Bring it back. Did you we'll, really? We'll have I had. I had. I'm telling you, I had far more uh, gusto 20 minutes ago than I have at this moment. I am promising you that. All right, here we go. Uh, here's the rest of the card for Full Gear. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy and John Silver. Obviously, Orange Cassidy should win. I would like to hope Orange Cassidy will win, but this isn't a title match, so maybe the Dark Order cares about it and will actually try to do something about it, <laughs> unlike when there are actual stakes. So I have no effing clue, ultimately, but I'll say that Orange Cassidy does win. Yeah, I mean, obviously Orange Cassidy should. You know, I, I think the concern is everybody attacks, which leads It's to not just that he's Orange on his phone, Cassidy Brent. It's like he's on his phone and he sounds like he's 10 feet away from it somehow. Like, somehow it sounds like he set the phone up on another floor and he's yelling towards the phone in the general direction of it. What is, is, is Nevada, what is going on in Nevada? What is the story there? Yeah. Like, I'm, what I'm, the I'm, hell I'm is happening? You can't count votes. The, you, you don't have internet. Hey, the cell Glenn, service no, there, sucks. There is one difference in Nevada between the last election and this election. What's that? Aaron. Aaron showed up and screwed uh, it I'm all here. up. My God, it couldn't sound worse. Go Aaron ahead. Is you the were Jinder Mahal of Nevada. You were saying something <laughs> about something. I don't know. I am so sorry Thanks. to everyone who's attempting to listen to this program. I was saying the worst case scenario: Orange Cassidy loses, and somehow that leads him to Brody Lee. Because did you just did your phone just? Co- <laughs> Aaron, let me know when your internet's yeah. fixed. Brandon and I are going to do the rest of the show, okay? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just try this out. I, I think that pods that were going in and out. Hold on. Let me just do this on. Hold on. Let me put my. Uh, my oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, am I good now? I mean, better, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea how this will go. Whatever. Okay. Well, if it, if it happens again, we'll we'll I'll let you know if I can get the internet fixed. But until then, yeah. Three, three, two, one. I don't know what we're doing. I have no idea. <laughs> I I want to. I want. I somehow, the most infuriating week in the history of humanity, has gotten worse. <laughs> it's just this week. It's not me. It's this. No, week. it's totally what it is. It's not you. It's not That's you, right. the worst. It's the week. It's 
It's the week. I don't even remember. I have no idea if you even said anything. Because I have no idea. Just who are you picking? Who should win? Who will win? Don't don't oversimplify. Don't, should, don't. should be orange. Will be orange. But I'm afraid they're going to somehow make orange lose, and somehow that gets them to Brody Lee again because that makes sense. Uh, okay, Brandon. All right. Here, here's the deal. Should and would Orange Cassidy. This I'm going to start putting up all the ultimatums for my watching of AEW. If John Silver wins this match, I'm. I'm going to not watch AEW for at least a couple of weeks. I am on the borderline, right? There's a couple things that could make me not want to watch this show anymore. This is one of them. Really? So it's, a pre, it, it's a pre-show match. You're getting all that. Not anymore. They it's moved not it to the pre-show anymore. They did? Show. Okay. All right. Whatever. Serena Deeb is on the pre-show now. All right. Well, sure, sure. I mean, I I don't know. It it fine. Anyway, let's move on. I I I don't have a lot of of spirit here. Um, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara are facing off in something called an elite deletion match. What is it? I don't really know. They haven't bothered to do any work to tell us about it. They they they're just sort of doing it. Uh, Aaron from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. By all means. Yeah. Um. Should be Sammy Guevara because of course it should be Sammy Guevara. And I'm going to say will be Sammy Guevara because there's no other reason to have this match. But, God, I'm afraid of that. Has anyone ever lost a match like this when it's, like, their thing? Everyone always. Undertaker always loses the casket match. No, 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 no. This is a cinematic match. Has anyone who has done a cinematic, like, Dexter Loomis won his match, The Undertaker won his match, Matt Hardy always wins his match, unless it's Jeff Hardy, which you can't really... It's just as much of his match as it is Matt's in that theory. Has anyone ever lost a match to an outside entity? Like Bray Wyatt always wins these matches, right? I can't Um, see a world, I mean, in in which Matt Hardy loses this match. Just because it's not a match. It's it's a nothing. It's It's an entertainment piece, right? It doesn't matter who wins this match. I think if they were having a match, and we've talked about this in the past, of course Sammy Guevara should win the match. He didn't. But this, it doesn't matter who wins this because it's not anything. <laughs> it's just the thing. So I mean, Matt I, Hardy should win and will win. It's his match. I don't see how you do it any other way. So I let me let me. There's a part of what you just said that's correct. I disagree by by saying Matt Hardy should win. There's no world in which Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara should have any type of encounter anywhere in 2020 that Matt right. Hardy no, should win. Fair. That's fair. Um, no, to what you're saying, though, why are you doing this if you're not having Matt Hardy win it? Like, if the point right. of this is that Sammy Guevara is supposed to go over, um, then you just do a match. Like, you just have a match, let Sammy Guevara win, and move on. The, the point of doing this is you're doing it for Matt Hardy, 100%. Matt Hardy, you know, quote-unquote, wins this. But there should be no interaction between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara in the year of our uh, Lord 2020 that doesn't involve Sammy Guevara coming out on top. That's insane. It's insane that you would do something like this. It's nuts. It's wildly unnecessary. Um, and it's it's so much worse because it's not even like there's a good Matt Hardy character that you're diving into. Like, if, if you had been working on a, a wonderful Matt Hardy character for some time and you just sort of needed to, to give him somebody, I could live with that. There's nothing interesting about Matt Hardy at the moment. It he couldn't be less interesting in in AEW. There's no purpose to him. He's he's private party's manager, but you've never explained why that was the case. 
Um, it, he's it's the worst character I've ever seen. Um, I, I have no idea why well, this is. Well, not the worst. Is it, is it well, the worst fine. character? Thank you. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Second worst. But he's a terrible character. There's just no purpose to Matt Hardy right now in AEW. I have no idea what this is. Um, you abandoned the one thing that kind of made him interesting, and if you had done this then, you could at least justify doing it now. It's pretty clear that they realize how unjustifiable it is. They're not even pretending like it exists. Like, there's been absolutely nothing in terms of acting like Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara was a thing outside of randomly reminding it was a thing by having Sammy Guevara attack, Guevara attack Matt Hardy on the apron this week. This is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen, and part of why, like, it's particularly hilarious how much they were trying to talk up this paper. This is the dumbest pay-per-view ever. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um, but yeah, should win. Of course, Sammy Guevara should win anything they do, but will win. Yeah, I agree with you on that. The, the, the one thing you can say is, as far as why this type of match is happening, if you're looking for, a, you know, a Sammy win here is that they needed to top the last one, and this is what they had in mind. Top the last one? The last one's the no. most uncomfortable thing. That, if you just no, no, did no, a, a no, wrestling no, no, no. match. Mean, like, you can't have a normal match after that match. What? No, I think that's the best thing you could do, is have a normal yeah, wrestling match after that. I think you're, what you're saying is insane. I think that you should just say, let's not overthink this, have a goddamn wrestling match, and let Sammy Guevara win it to move on. And, uh, and, and, and well, do they, the they typical should, they wrestling should be moved thing on where anyway. we pretend that Like, let's be happen. honest there. Right. I mean, like, uh, if addressing the last match is the worst possible thing you could do. You need to pretend like that never happened. Correct. You need to pretend like that was never a thing that existed and not compare to it in any way. You need to do everything in your power to for that to have not been a thing. Just do a wrestling match. Just put him in a ring, wrestle, let Sammy Guevara win, and burn all of this afterwards, which... I, it appeared as though that's what you were doing, but all of a sudden you're coming back to this. It's just, it's so weird. Um, n- next on the list, let's go to the women's championship match, which again has all of a one-week build. Hikaru, and not even really a one-week build, a one-week acknowledgement of existence. No build, <laughs> just an acknowledgement of existence. Uh, the, the champion who nobody in the company knows how to pronounce her name versus Nyla Rose, Brandon. So this match... Uh, should add a percentage of outrage to our collective if it goes the way that they're foreshadowing it's going to go because it's going to be for the reason we all hate. And um, so for that reason, I'm going to say, well, you know, who who should win this match? Who fucking cares? I mean, honestly, that's my personal feeling. There's an awful lot of that here. Who cares? I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to say who should win because I don't think either of these people are relevant right now. Um, but who will win is Nyla because they obviously want her to feud with Brandy Rhodes, who is probably going to win the title. So because they did that, that's what I'm going to say is going to happen and burn everything down. Um, well, who should win, of course, is Sheeta. I mean, like, let's be this is and this is the one part that we can't lose in this process. None of this is Sheeta's fault. She's awesome. No. Yeah, she's, she's great she's phenomenal and and like has done nothing wrong in this entire process they're uh, again i'm going to use the word they abomin- made her irrelevant though. Like, but they, when, I, but when they've, I say she's irrelevant it's not because of her they've made the women's them. division irrelevant it's yes. what what their abomination of handling of the women's division is I, I, i'll never have the words for 
how insane this is. Um, sadly, you appear to be correct. The only, the only hope I could possibly have is that, and God, I don't even know why I would say this, is that somehow in their mind, Nyla Rose uh, and Brandy doesn't need to be for the belt. It could just be to like do something else in the women's division, and you could pivot back to Britt Baker um, for for Sheeta moving forward, and and tell two stories in women di- women's division, which to be fair is not just an AEW problem. We've addressed that along uh, for a number yes. for a number of years. Um, will win. I probably agree with you, Brandon, that it's Nyla Rose. Um, I'm not 100% convinced of that, but probably the case. I'm actually, my, my initial thought was yours, is that this feels almost like they're trying to turn a, a, you know, maybe they've heard the criticism and because of it they're going to react by trying to create a second. But I don't think it's going to work. But that doesn't mean they might not try. So I'm going to say should and will she uh, but I have no faith on that at all. Do you know she's been the champion for 145 days? Yeah. Yeah, she's losing. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe not, but I, I don't know. I mean, Nyla hasn't even been on TV in like 145 days. But, that, that, but that, to me, that's the proof. <laughs> that's oh. the proof. That's the lazy book, right? Well, um, all right, it's time for her to lose. Or, or, or you realized you weren't doing anything with your women's title at your next pay-per-view, and you were like, well, what do we throw at it? Eh, right. let's just, yeah, fair. That's you fair. know what I mean? Like, it, it's so I bad. Th- I, I feel like it's just proof all of a sudden that they just want to do something with that. Like, that's well, I hear you changing why, the, the picture. You I, know? I think they could have done that earlier. Like, it's possible they could have said, if that's what they wanted to do. I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's just going to be It doesn't really. Off. It doesn't Why? Matter. Why am I doing this to myself? Uh, Chris Jericho versus MJF. If MJF wins, he's allowed to join the inner circle. Um, for what it's worth, I, I mean, I th- like. I think the answer here is fairly obvious. I think, but man, maybe I'm overthinking yeah. it. Um, I think the answer is MJF wins and then fucking shits all over the inner circle and says, "I would never want to join you." I mean, like, I I think that's the way this goes. But you know, like the the problem with all that is like, again, it's so convoluted. It, it, I, as I said to begin this, there's one of nine matches that's had a logical storyline. This is this is there's too much of this in AEW right now. Which, to be fair, it's too much of it in the world. Is it good? Is it bad? It's just content, and that's yeah. sort of what it's the, the like. To be fair, it's the entire existence of of barstool sports. Right? It's not funny. It's not. It's with with rare exceptions. It's just content. It's just a bunch of content they're throwing at you, and we've lost all ability to separate good from bad. All we know is shiny red ball any longer. Um, True. This is all shiny red ball. There is not an interesting story that's being told about MJF and the inner circle. It's not. There's no reason that's been presented for why MJF really wants to be in the, in the inner circle. It doesn't make any sense. The inner circle doesn't want him Chris Jericho likes him. None of it is inch, none of it is logical in any way. It's just let's do this so that we can have a match between Chris Jericho and MGF, which like that's fine. We like that. We like the two of them working together. That's good. But none of this makes any effing sense at all. They haven't pushed the inner circle towards being faces, which is what we all kind of thought was was the thing that made sense. So 
like, I guess the thing that makes the most sense would be to have MJF just join the inner circle and have a bunch of heels. But why would you do that to MJF? Um, th- this isn't anything. This is this is this is Chris Jericho versus MJF. So we're living with it and we're accepting it. But there is no story here. There is no build here. It's not interesting. The only possible interesting thing that can come from it to me is MJF winning and then shitting all over Chris Jericho and that starting to turn inner circle face. But I don't really know if I want that either. It's just, it's just, this sucks. There, there is one path that you didn't mention, which uh, I don't know if it would be good, might be slightly interesting. And it almost feels like the way they might be going with this. Again, it's hard to say where they might be going. Cause it, you know, they're not really, revealing it because this doesn't really make sense but if it's mjf joins and everyone starts following him instead of jericho so it's just a jericho i said that last week yeah Yeah. i mean i i here's here's the bigger issue for me the way they're presenting this and and i'm very concerned that they're going to do this because i think that well it's not an aid like both both companies do this nonsensical thing sometimes where there's something that they tell in this very specific storyline way that like doesn't make sense if you just stand back and look at it from a strict storytelling standpoint. So like in and I think this is something where like they're gonna they could act like that they like have to hang out with him, which is gonna make no sense. Like it's it's almost gonna be like a you know, he has to be in the inner circle type thing. And if if it's like they act like it's it's he has to be in the inner circle or like the the inner circle has to let him be in it. So like they have to follow him around. Like that's just, it's just nonsensical, but I do feel like that might be what they do where it's like, ha ha, I'm in your group now and you have to like hang out with me. And he could like, you know, sort of like, I I guess they just keep going from there. Um, But like, I don't, it doesn't make sense because it's like a real thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like normally when they do, like they decide that group is a thing, but it's not like a thing that anyone has to do. Normally when you have matches like this with this kind of stipulation, it's like, oh, you have to leave the company or you have to, you know, listen to someone or something. But this is this is the opposite of that, which makes no sense, right? It's like you're if you win, you're allowed to join our group, but none of us want you in it. It's, like that This like, is why I don't the story is understand. so dumb. It's just yeah, this is dumb. Anyway, it's Aaron's turn to pick. Oh, okay. I, I, I it can't. I guess at this point it should be MJF because otherwise, what was the point? Yeah, I'm with you. Should and will MJF because I don't know why you do this. I mean, and I, I don't think it makes sense, but he should win, no, and, and course, he I mean, hopefully will. Like, I, I he should, but he should immediately say, "I don't want to be a part of the inner circle," and this makes no by sense. By the way, by the way, I will say this: if you strip all this other bullshit away from it, which, like, you know. It is a problem. But if you strip all of this away, the one good thing you could accomplish through this is MJF beating Jericho cleanly and fairly or whatever, decisively, I'll say, is a stepping stone to where we want him to be. So there's He's, that's the one positive that stop. can come out. He's already had there. those. He doesn't need or, this. Or is Cassidy to decide to Jericho and look no, 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 I'm is. just saying. It's another stepping stone. It's another one. It's it's a step in the right direction. It's another main event win. I'm not really... I'm not, I have no idea how to try to measure something as a step in the right direction when it's it comes after six steps in the wrong direction. 
Well, sure, but if he loses to Chris Jericho, that's not where we want. I don't know that it matters for MJF. I don't think I don't think that matters in any way. It's Chris Jericho. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's I don't think the result. I don't don't know if you heard this, but Brian Cage is ten and one. Thanks, appreciate that. Now he really he really needs that record to get to move up the rankings for the uh, tag team championship. uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks, and try to figure this story out, Uh, Aaron. Right. And then the addition of didn't they announce the the Cody edition where it's if the Young Bucks lose they can't challenge for the tag titles? Yes. yes. Well, they chose that on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Like that makes even less sense because this should be FTR winning. Like this absolutely should be FTR winning. But like, are are, are we doing this? I mean, um, I think I think a for some reason AEW is hung up on uh, making their. Well, I can't, you can't even call them heels or faces, but making some of their characters like the dumbest people on the planet. Well, no, I, I actually think it's a different thing. I think they're, they are tr- – th- this is going to sound amazing. I think that they are trying to get ahead of the, um, the, the EVPs just all run the company. Uh-oh. And without realizing right. yeah. that by doing it, they have made it a thousand times worse. Like, yeah. it's well, so it's much worse. But in storyline – the co- wasn't the Cody stipulation added so that he could get that match? And then this this storyline is that they just decided they're going to do it. Well, but like, I I think that in it the, wasn't like FTR. But was I think the reason the they're doing it head. specifically yeah. is they think what they're saying to everybody is we're trying to make you believe that this is not always just going to be EVPs get what they want. Well, sure, that's the real world right. version. I but mean, it's, I was but it's not even the real world version. It's 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 a work shoot, right? Or we're working ourselves into oh, it. Oh, because they're still we're shooting ourselves. We're right. shooting ourselves right. into a work, right? Like right. it's because Co- Cody is still the most important. It's, it, he's been he's been drastically worse since that moment. He was completely fine right up until he said, "I'll never challenge for the championship again," and then he wrecked the company. Everything up until that moment was was totally fine. It's been all downhill from the moment he did that. Um, I'll, I'll get to my pick and why I'll, I'll get there, but go oh, ahead. I, I, I'm so first. Like, this should be FTR because FTR has, you know, they, they've been good. They, they need a longer reign to establish who they are and establish this reign. And, you know, if you hated the tag division for good reason, to, to put the tag division back on track. But we're not doing this again, are we? We're not saying, oh, both Cody and the Bucks can't ever challenge for the titles, unless we're doing the stupid, eventually this is all, you know, the EVPs become their own stable and break the rules, and that's how they do it, which is so unnecessary and so ridiculous that I'm hoping they're not going that direction. But with this stipulation, it almost feels like they are. So I guess I'm going to say shouldn't will FTR, but it's so stupid. It's really stupid. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say should and will F- FTR, and then they announce the TNT tag titles next week. This is just the <laughs> Cody thing again. I'm convinced it's the Cody thing again. Um, there is no world in which it makes any sense to have FTR lose this match. Um, and you know, if they, it, I mean, I guess they've proven time and time again that everything they say about the tag teams is bullshit. But it'll be bullshit forever if they, if they lose this match. So, uh, should and will FTR. So I'm going to disagree with you guys for a couple of reasons. One, the first being they can't, they cannot put themselves in this corner again. the The problem with adding the stipulation is they have to have the Young Bucks win now. They can't fucking do this. 
Um, it, it's 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 stupid, and it, it and the lengths that you go after you do something like this is insane. It either requires you to do some hack bit down the road to get them back, like. Well, you know, we, we were never going to challenge for the tag team titles again, but we'll let the tag team champions say we have to. It, it requires such goddamn mental gymnastics in your booking to get there that you can't do it. You could all make an argument for, well, what if there's just no winner and no loser of this match, right? Or what if, you know, like, that there's a way of getting out of it? That makes it even worse. Once you put that stipulation in, the Young Bucks have to win this match. They have to. Oh, I didn't match. realize it, but Tully is also banned from ringside, so that would that would support what you're saying. I mean, I don't, well, I, don't who cares I don't really care about, about that. Yeah, I don't really care about that. At well, all. I no, I'm. You uh, cannot care about it, but they're saying that for a reason. Maybe, they, like, yeah, maybe, yeah. like. Well, I, no, they're saying it so Tully gets involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced of that either. Um, but, but I mean, like that's they, that could be the DQ or whatever. You know, yeah, I mean, it's possi- that's possible the way that they, that they go about doing it. Whatever it is, all I know Wait, is that... I will give you one other possibility. Is there any way he flips? Uh, Sure, I don't... I won't, because of the weirdness of... I won't like, care you- and it won't be interesting, but sure. Like, I, there's literally... The worst possible thing they can do is make any of this about Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Which they've right. done multiple times. It's the worst thing they can do, so yes, I'm almost certain that they will do it. Um, you look, I actually don't think it's the end of the world if you have FTR lose, if it's competitive and you keep going with it, right? Like, tell me the world in which it's a bad thing to get two more months of, of outside of the bullshit they've been doing now, just if somehow you separated it from everything and just got the Young Bucks versus FTR, you'd love it. The problem is, I have no idea who I'm supposed to want to win, I don't like any of them. I mean, if, no if one could. Yeah. They're all terrible. There's This is part of the problem of this entire pay-per-view. And this thing, this goofy thing this week where like suddenly you're trying to reunite the elite. This is so bad. <laughs> it's, 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 ju- it's not just a Cody problem anymore. AEW is really bad, guys. It's really bad. There is nothing you can say to defend this. You can come back to well, it's FTR and the and and the Bucks, and we like them, and yeah, we do. Now, what are you seeing? It's it's so complicated and so convoluted that it's nothing. There's nothing here. Do, do you know what's insane about this, Glenn? When 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 uh when F, when FTR were the revival in WWE, and you told me like this could be a possibility, I would be like excited. You know, like I'd probably like go out of my way to you know. To, to make sure I saw this on a house show loop or whatever. Like, like if this was some, this is something we thought we'd never see now that we can see it. I really don't care. It's, it's just, it's so irrelevant. It's so, and it was, it's so easy to fix too. Like, just don't do all this other bullshit. Yes. If you think you're going to get the young bucks and FTR at some point, let the young bucks be the awesome faces that they are and, yeah, and I mean, face FTR and then go from there. If you want to do some bullshit cockamamie thing with yeah. the young bucks, do it afterwards. And, and you know what else? Match, you know, and I think we I said built, it before like, on the show. This was that was almost created AEW. Like, on Twitter. Yeah. You know, remember this moment when we challenged them yeah. on Twitter. Or whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one thing I think that this whole angle has done, and I think I said it last week or the week before, is it's really exposed the Young Bucks' limitations as far as outside of the ring. Um, 
they are not good at whatever this is. They are not good actors. They are not... Uh, maybe. I don't know what this is to be able to judge that. I don't know who does well. Fair. With, the story is so bad. This? This? I, was, I was going to say, it's bad booking. I don't know if it's bad acting, though. Like, what, what no, it's is it's really this? bad acting, but it's probably because it's bad booking. Who but, could... And, 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 but it's supposed to be, because they're supposed to be, you know, those basically, you know, those, who they were seven, eight years ago. They're just kind but of... I don't Madonna believe deal. it. I don't believe them. It's high school play. And by the it way, that but that up. also still only works if you're going up against faces. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm not saying it's that's why I'm like, saying it's bad. Booking, I don't not I don't know who could do well with this. What story are you supposed to be telling me? I'm so lost about that. I I you want me to care who wins this match, but given me no reason to care who wins this match. It's it's insane. I mean, this is... I, I, I feel like I'm living on an island when I do this. This is AEW. Nobody wants to acknowledge it. This is what this company is. These things that you're supposed to like, we're going to make it damn impossible for you to like them. How, I'm getting Chris Jericho and MJF and I have no idea what I should possibly care about it. I'm getting the Bucks and FTR and have no idea why I should possibly care about it. This is AEW in November of 2020. And this is not me being a, a WWE mark. WWE sucks plenty, trust me. Yes, it does. I, I, I don't know. Why are we making this so difficult? Why one are we, so, in, right? why are we so lost in professional wrestling that we can't just figure out that what we really want is a well-told story of a good guy and a bad guy. How is that hard? And it doesn't mean there can't ever be complications to that. Sometimes we can do that. That's fine. This is batshit insane. And we have added, uh, we've taken a bad story, and the way that we tried to solve the bad story is by adding six other insane layers to it. We've like somehow maybe we're if we make it such a mess we'll forget what a bad story it is. It's terrible. It's truly terrible involving performers that should never be involved with something this terrible. Sucks. It just sucks, man. I'm sorry. I, I God, I wish I could do something other than this. I wish I could tell you how much I'm looking forward to it. I'm. I, how can anyone be looking forward to this? Who's spending money on this? Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, let's just move on. I, there's nothing to gain. Um, I, 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 whatever. The, 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 what do you want to do next? You want to do the stupid Cody thing? You want to do the? We really want to. Let's just let's just blow through it. Let's just blow through it. So the Cody thing sucks. That what do you want? To, what, anything else? Any, I mean, wh- that was an abomination. I, how many times have I used the word abomination? By the way, in this show, um, if you think this is what I just talked about is bad. Did you watch the end of Dynamite on Wednesday night? Good God. How are any of you that proclaim to enjoy professional wrestling not screaming about how terrible this is? This is insanity. And yet Aaron somehow is going to try to make it worse for me. (laughs) Before I make it worse for you, I'm going to say something that you actually so. My family finally got to Vegas uh, two days ago. Well, I'm happy for we that. Watching it. Uh, please ask yes. them to fix your internet. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're responsible for the fix I'm in now, yes. Um, 
But anyway, so we were watching AEW, and my daughter, who I hadn't watched AEW with in two months, probably oh, a little no. longer, because, you know, we probably missed an episode or two, she looks up at the main event and she says, is that guy always in the main event? Cody. <laughs> This is my 13-year-old daughter who some, hasn't watched AEW in months. By the way, it's some, it's, it somehow might only be the second worst Cody part of the show because, I, I mean, if Taz is able to look himself in the mirror after oh that, after the worst promo, I, I, I would say, in the history of wrestling, but not even the worst promo of the night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, this show is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing on every... I don't know how... I, I, I swear to God, it's Donald Trump. He's begging you <laughs> to not support him, and people keep supporting him somehow. It's This show is asking you to not watch it. It's screaming at you. All we are is a Cody Rhodes vanity project. Don't watch us. <laughs> and yet you're like... Speaking well, of Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's allowed to be. The sad part is about that. You know, I was. was Hang on, hang on, hang on, Brandon. Brandon, don't step on this because this is where Aaron Aaron somehow knows that I'm already on edge, and just wants me to go ahead and jump. Cody says that he wants to be a leader in AEW. He's aware this can end at any minute, but wants AEW to be around for years, and they can't take anything for granted. Building new stars is paramount for him. Get the fuck out of here. Tell me which part of that sentence made any sense. What does he mean that when he says this? Okay, I swear to God, start from the beginning. Start he meant like this could end for him at any minute. For how? How so is it was- going to end for him? What is he? Is he trying to pretend like he's going to go be a big Hollywood star? Is that no, his? No, no, bit? no. I, I think I think I think he was trying to say like his neck could break, like he could be injured and out forever. Is what he was trying. Sure. Sure. I mean, I, that's that's no different than it was six years ago, but I guess that's true. Great. Next part? Uh, once AEW to be around for years, they can't take anything for granted. And, of course, building new stars is paramount for him. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he spent the main event burying the guy that should be a star in AEW, but whose only television presence has been standing or sitting and watching Cody Rhodes wrestle. He spent the main event burying that guy. I don't care if Darby Allen wins this match. You don't come back from, you're only here because I wanted you here. What is this? It's also compounded by the fact that what I was going to say is... But Steve Miggs tried telling me he was a compelling face. Yeah, (laughs) he really did. And, and and it's 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 compounded by the fact that once again they've done this thing where they've essentially spoiled the match for you that's going to happen Sunday because they had a fucking guy challenge him in the first hour of the show. I don't even How? care. I, I don't. Even, I can't even get Brandon. You're a thousand percent right, and it's the twelfth most offensive thing about this. It, this is such. a garbage like I, I probably would have told you i think darby allen might win this match if they didn't cut that promo with brian cage i mean now you'd be an idiot to say darby allen's gonna win this match well you would have been an idiot to say that beforehand too but still <laughs> okay. Okay. thank you this uh, like I, look 
whatever. Cody Rhodes wants to say stupid things on a conference call. Say stupid things on a conference call. I mean, it's 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 comical. It's laughable. Um, he's literally helped no one. I mean, he's helped no one, and that needs to be repeated over and over and over again. No one has been better for their interactions with Cody Rhodes. No one. It is the worst thing that can happen to you in this company is that you start interacting with Cody Rhodes. The only way you Unless can... Unless you're on his team, then it's okay. Then it, it, you, do, you do better than you uh, would have. Let me, let me take that back. You know what? If, Even then, it's about Cody. Right. Well, it's definitely about Cody in those circumstances. And let me, let me qualify something. If you're a young star, which is what he just said, oh, right, no yeah. one that is a young star in AEW has been better after working with Cody Rhodes than they were before. Not one. The you think opposite his, is true. Do you think do you think in his brain he thinks because he let Austin Gunn take or get the pin on on Wednesday that that's what that means? No. I think he's a psychopath. I, no, I, but do you think he's like, yeah, I let, I got, I let this, you know, what? I, no, I let I, this I kid get a pin in a main right. event. I'm, I'm thinks, promoting thinks, young stars. And he said, you know what he's going to say? He's going to say, I, you know, Sonny Kiss got a from working with me. He's going to say, you know, Eddie Kingston got a job from working with me, which is, you know, ignore but could have gotten him jobs without work. By the way, Eddie Kingston's like That's 40. what they're going to say. Yeah, Eddie Kingston's not a young star in any way. Um, Sonny Kiss has not been elevated to a place where right. where he matters. That, there's no truth to the statement. I, I, I don't want this to be the case, right? I want this to just be the worst character in the history of professional wrestling and for everyone involved to just be really bad at their jobs. But there's no way to ignore that, like, the more likely scenario is... This human is such an egomaniac as a person, not as a character, as a person, that they believe their own bullshit. Yeah. That's the, the most likely scenario. There, again, the options are that or everyone is really bad at their jobs. Like, that is, it is still possible. It's still possible that this is just a company full of people that are buffoons and are incapable of doing anything in the world of professional wrestling and the whole thing should be burned down. But if it's not that, there's only one other option. And that's that Cody Rhodes, the Cody Runnels, the individual, is such a maniacal, egotistical man of delusions of grandeur delusional idiot that this is the story that that he thinks is actually true like in his mind he believes he's put other guys over that honest to god if you sat down with him today and just said hey you know Cody I'm a I'm 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 Glenn I'm a I'm a wrestling fan uh, what type of impact do you think you've made on the professional wrestling world? He would, without any microphone in front of him, without anything, would say to you legitimately, I think I've done a, a, a wonderful good deed for young professional wrestlers. By the way, do you know what really scares me about all this? Um, you know, we've talked before about like the that it, that it hasn't changed for eight months because that's kind of scary to me and nobody's no, 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 catching no, no. For on. The future. The, the implications for the future that it won't because, you know, we talked in the past about how we think they have an ability to pivot or like become self-aware or whatever, which I think we're beyond hope for, for, for this particular thing. But, you know, I think we, 
I think we first mentioned with your conversation with John, where you guys were talking about from Jimmy's, where you guys were talking about the Instagram post and the reactions to it. The reactions to that goddamn promo are the opposite of that. Like people really liked it. The people that, you know, that typically like it, but like, but like it's the people we thought were like going to hold them accountable for this have gone back to being like raw, raw Cody. Cody Rhodes just cut the best promo of his career. Uh, Cody Rhodes didn't get cut off. What a great promo. I mean, I'm, I just Googled Cody Rhodes pro- promo and all the links are like positive I'm, comments. I'm, I'm so, it's, I, I have no idea what's happened. I, I really am. Yeah. I, Brandon, I'm, this is the most confusing thing that's ever occurred. And again, I'm willing to give some of it, as we talked about with Migs last week, and as, as I've said all along, that we decided some time ago we were so fed up with WWE that we don't care. We just don't care. And again, there's there's a there's a Trumpian comparison, right? Where I know there are reasonable thinking people that like Donald Trump and just try to pretend like none of this exists. Like literally in their mind. They just pretend like all of the stuff isn't real because they just want it to be something. They want it to be the thing that they want. And so they ignore what it actually is. I am overwhelmingly convinced that there are a number of professional wrestling fans that had decided that WWE was so evil and they were so mad about John Cena and Roman Reigns and all of these things that it doesn't matter. That whatever they were given, they were just going to sit back and say, God, this is so great. This is just the best. I love this. And they've they've lost concept of reality i i think that runs up at some point but i don't know it's you know it 68 million people voted for donald trump right like i i don't know at what point you come back to reality i don't know when that is but it's unbelievable man it really is unbelievable that that's what you would see that that would be anybody's reaction to uh, and a, it just, do you think the reaction is just to the Rhodes part of this, and they were blinded by that, and didn't listen to anything else? I don't know, man. Here's part of here's part of the problem, and that he did he jabbed WWE. So those are the two it, things that right, right. That's right, what they want. Hard but, on, yeah. you know? but one of the one of the other problems is simply there are people out there who I've talked to who believe that this is a slow burn heel turn, and somehow that makes it better. When at this point the heel turn should have happened four months ago. Correct. But I think there's a lot of people like was, who just like him. I, I, I think it's a bigger issue. But, than but that. I think Brandon, what I think what you're referring to is it's not they like him, but they don't know. They can't tell you why they like him. Right. right. That's the thing. It's like, it, no, it's it was the slow. You know what really opened my eyes was our conversation with Migs last week, where you could tell he was slowly realizing how fucked up this is. Right. Correct. But he had just never thought about it. But and this I is think that's what a I, lot of. This it, reaction. It's and I I don't doubt that that's true. That nobody's actually listening. Nobody's actually thinking about it. They just want it to be a certain way. I want AEW to be this holy bastion of professional wrestling because I got so mad at WWE for such a long time that I want it to be this thing. So it doesn't matter if it is or if it isn't. And Brandon specifically, this is the guy that gave it to us. Yes. So I will not criticize anything. Because I just want this to be my 
alternative mice, whatever you, whatever you're, you're looking for. I'm so desperate that this is it that I will detach myself from every aspect of reality in order to embrace it. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, it's cultish. It's strange. It's bizarre. There's nothing objectively good that's coming from it. Nothing. And I, and I, I, will, I will desperately... You want me to say you've been, you, you're acting like there's nothing objectively good at all? Objectively, the build to John Moxley, Eddie Kingston has been wonderful. But as we talked about a week ago, there's no possible you know, outcome. That like there's we, we we go into it knowing what the outcome is going to be, but the build itself has been wonderful. Yeah. They they have almost justified Eddie Kingston being in a championship picture, which is insane. Like that's I, I totally, that's I insane. The, show, the promo really really did a lot for me. It's um, it's absolutely yeah. bonkers that Eddie Kingston has been almost justified. Not again, not to the point where anybody thinks he could win, but at least that it's not hilarious or comical that he's in a championship match for a major company's pay-per-view. That's, that's they, unbelievable. They just need to do this first. That was the problem, by the way. If they do this first, interesting. Well, yeah. The other thing that would make it way more interesting is the right. thing that you guys are going to both laugh at me about because, because I guess you could make arguments that neither is neither, but if he was a clear face and Moxley was a heel, this would be a much better story. Yeah, it's very, I don't disagree. It's very, I don't disagree with that. It's but, very bizarre that he's the bad guy with all these goons and everything and you're trying to tell this like guy who's been busting his ass for 20 years or however long it's been like you know underdog story with a with with like a the guy you frankly presented as like an asshole thug right so but but hang on i'm only introducing that because i want to say like this is not me shitting i i'm i'm trying to look at it objectively objectively at everything going on and objectively there is no defense of Cody Rhodes shitting on Darby Allen on Wednesday night. There's no defense of that. You can't, there is no mental gymnastics you can do that comes up with a scenario in which that's logical, good, reasonable, anything. You can't do it. It's embarrassing for the entire company that that's what you would have the guy that's, again, you're portraying as a top face due to someone whose existence in the company has been the following things. Being super likable and doing great work. That's all we've ever known about Darby Island. Everybody likes him. He does great work. And your face is shitting on him and saying he only exists within the company because I demanded he did and I gave him a match to get him there. So like, even if he wins, you've presented a situation in which it's all thank you, yeah. Cody. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is why the only thing you know we've been saying this for months. But, but that's, like, and that's the problem, Aaron. You can it, keep it, we can it, keep it, doing the bit. Win. Right, you can keep doing the bit where it's about Cody and a heel turn, and you can keep trying to say to yourself that's the only way to make it logical. But you're so and, far and, removed from the point where it would have been logical right. that it, it's it's gone. That's gone. Well, no, I mean it's it's it makes it logical, but it doesn't make it good, and that's the difference. Maybe it makes it logical. Like, eh, nah, I'm not even gonna give you that. It doesn't even make it logical. There's nothing. There's nothing about it that's that's logical. What? Come on. Come on. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? I, I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I, 
blame Aaron and his, his stupid internet. Like, it, this wasn't going to be a fun show this week because we had to talk about full gear, but it got worse because of it. Um, did we even pick this match? Did we, I, I don't even know if we Who did. Who cares? No, I don't want to. Let's, let's I don't, move on to the next I don't blame you for that. Uh, the next one will be the championship match. It's John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Um, I, 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 like, you know, what do you want to do? I mean, we all kind of agree, right? I mean, we can disagree on the should. Well, I think I, you can make a good argument for why Eddie Kingston should win. I, I think you, I think to, you could only in a vacuum. You can't really make an argument for why Eddie Kingston should be uh, AEW heavyweight champion. You can't do that. You, you can't. I mean, that, that's. I got to be honest with you. That's flimsier than Otis. <laughs> I mean, it. It, it <laughs> no, is. No, it's not flimsier than Otis. Come no, on. It, it. Otis won the Money in the Bank briefcase. Like Eddie Kingston's not done anything. He's accomplished nothing. Yeah, but in AEW. Like, yeah, like the Otis thing, either. you set it up like it's a gimmick. If like it's not like he would legitimately, like like if, if Eddie Kingston legitimately goes in and defeats John Moxley, it's not the same as Otis just like cashing a cheap shot in. You no, know but what I mean? even so even like, even if, Co- if Otis had um, cashed in his Money in the Bank contract for a match, he earned the Money in the Bank contract. He earned the right to do it. Eddie Kingston way, didn't let's, earn let's, anything. Wait. Wait, let's let's explore Aaron's theory here for a second, though, because I think that I, th- I think that. Wait a second, Aaron. What even theory if, is this? Hold on. The, your your theory is that you could make a legitimate argument, maybe for giving him the title, right? I, I, I was going to say, like Eddie, out of everybody on the company, you could make the case that over the past two months, Eddie Kingston has done the best work in, of anybody in the company. Sure, but here's 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 your problem. If you are making that argument. They've already booked this card in a way where you can't do that because it's an oh, I quit match. Oh, of course match. not. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying in a bubble, it would be kind of cool. No, but, if, if no, it was a regular match, I might even hear you out a little bit. Like, in a, in a very minuscule way, like, if you tell me that he loses the belt next week or something, like, whatever. Sure. I, I, you, I cannot, you cannot have John Moxley lose an I quit match to, to Eddie Kingston. You yeah, can't do point. that. <laughs> Um, I mean, you absolutely cannot do that. I, I don't disagree yeah, with that, you. You absolutely, like, I guess, like if you, you tell me he gets a cheap pin or something, you know, and, 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 right. and you're gonna do something right. like whatever, but you you fucking can't make him quit. Right. <laughs> I mean, like it's John, Moxley, so you've already painted correct. yourself into a corner yeah, that way. Even correct. if you were gonna do, and if and if you do, we're gonna have some serious words next week about that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. No doubt. By the way, sending off of this just real quick. Why are Penta and Phoenix facing each other next week? Because, because reasons. Nothing yeah, I mean, I, I, what, what, do you want, what do you want to say here? <laughs> do you think it has something to do with PAC? Like, just to reset everything? Maybe. Like, maybe. Like, it's just very weird. Like, great, we're going to see it. It's going to be a great match. Like, honestly, that's the AEW formula. It's, we're going to see it. It's going to be a great match, so no one cares about anything. Um. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, that's isn't that what they basically sold like about the 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 because they did the match they were they had the match in the first round of the tournament too, right? Right. Exactly. And that was basically but sort at of least what they were was... for something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hear sense. you. Yeah. I well, yeah, that was the thing. They were they were matched up randomly in a tournament. Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. it. There's no reason for them right. to be facing next week. Right. I get it. I get it. All right. Uh. Lastly, Jesus Christ. Lastly, <laughs> uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. Which, in fairness, until this week was, and, and it's again, it's not a logical face heel, but it was at least the second best story they had told in this entire pay-per-view. I have no fucking clue what any of this is. It, it did not make me more interested in this match. 
what they did this week. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that. It didn't make me more interested in it. But by all means, for a future world championship match, I don't know whose turn it is to pick. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Brandon. I'll, I'll take it. You're going could first. And will, could and will Kenny Omega, and I don't want to say anything else about it. Um, I will dis- – I actually – oh, man. Couldn't shill. Should. What are you doing? Yeah. Shouldn't should will. will will be Kenny Omega. I'm gonna make a an argument that No, no, I'll talk myself out. No. It's about it's about how I'm gauging should, right? Like I actually think that like this if Kenny Omega's moving on to the championship picture, then he's cutting well, off the, the, the winner goes to the championship. The winner, and that's what I'm saying. Shot. If Kenny Omega wins and he's moving on, I think it's wrong to have done this without Adam Page coming out on top of this feud. Well, no, he'll come back later. At, yeah, and, I, I, it, this isn't the end of the feud. This is you can have and, this and stretch that, out and, while right, they go. If what you're saying is Kenny Omega wins the belt and ultimately it's a championship match down the road, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. that. Um, and and that's all I'm saying is that Kenny Omega should not win this feud. Right. No. At all. 100% true, which is why that the only way all of this, like, you, you say the Bills, then, you know, what, what are they doing here? What they're doing, this wasn't about the feud. This was about, you know, planting the seeds for both of these characters. You have the, the super dick Kenny Omega, who, you know, still kind of thinks he's a face, but is, is really a super dick. And you have the growing, you know, the growing sympathy towards Adam Page, whether or not you, you buy that or not. Like, that was what all of this was, just kind of the, the growing, just like, unsure of himself you're trying to build sympathy for him so that later on as as, you know as i've been saying you have the redemption tour for him and in may or whenever it is may or fall or whatever he everybody he he lost to along the way everyone who you know they not necessarily did him wrong but he avenges everything and wins the title by beating kenny omega that's the story that's the seeds they're planting if it goes any other way it's completely illogical um yeah yeah, I mean, yep. I, I'm with you. All right. Um, uh, all right, well, I guess we'll just suck it up with Aaron on the phone. I really hate this. I hate how this sounds. There's, and is there any chance your internet works yet, Aaron? Uh, let me check here. I don't think so, but... Oh, fuck's sake. No, all right. it doesn't look like it's working all right now. Tell me what you specifically want to... Because I, 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 th- it's just the conversation can't flow the same way. What specifically do you care the most about of all the other topics that we wanted to get into this week? And and then I might let you go after that. Uh, the Lars segment was ghastly on Friday. Like, I mean, beyond what we were talking about before, beyond the idea of, oh, they're just using him as a... Like, they, the only way that segment makes sense is if they're trying to portray him as a sympathetic figure, which is beyond the pale. For, like, even for WWE, it's insane to try to portray Lars as a sympathetic figure. And I don't know what that was. Like, duh. I'm so taken aback by it. Um, it. It's it's one of the more insane things I've ever seen. I mean, it it really is batshit insane. I I I don't know what else to say about it. I it, and it's difficult for me to talk about it at all because again, the first thing I have like I almost can't apply context to Lars because I just see red right when I see him right. There's I don't see. I'm so angry that he's on my TV that I don't want to spend any time thinking about it. But yes, unquestionably. Trying to make Lars Sullivan a sympathetic character is, I mean, it's dumb. It's as dumb as Cody Rhodes. Like, I mean, it's just, it's it's absolutely god awful. It's so god awful 
to try to do something like that that I I give up, man. I give up. But again, to be fair, there's nothing they were going to do with Lars on Friday night that I was going to come out saying thumbs up. Like, I'm in on this. There, there was no thumbs up, but at least you could say, you know, you know, Vince thinks he's a, is, is a big, bad heel. That's great for the company, so let's, let's push it that way. At least that, while we can cringe at it, we can say everything about the personal life, it's like, okay, Lars is a big, bad heel, fine, whatever. Like, I can see how Vince thinks. I, I, what is this? Like, there's no logic to this. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we were all watching the Maryland game Friday, and uh, it, not together, but, you know. And uh, I think that I happened to accidentally see a picture of this on Twitter, and I texted both of you guys and were like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Um, you know, unfortunately, AEW saved us from having to talk about this, you know, for a lot longer as the lead subject, but doesn't save the fact that it was fucking terrible. And I don't want this guy on my TV screen, and I certainly don't want him being portrayed as a mankind type in a mankind type segment nope. where, you know, you're basically trying to make us feel bad for him, but at the same time, you know, give him justification for being the monster. Whatever. I, I, I this, no. Uh, Get rid of it. I don't. There's no interest. Agreed on all accounts. I got nothing else to say. But I agree on every account. Uh, it it does not work. All right, Aaron. I'm I'm just I'm gonna let you go. I'm sorry, okay. man. Um, all right. uh, you want to get a plug next in? Next week. Next week I'll have internet. Please, so, by uh, all means. Tell tell your family we love them and we're happy that they're there. Yes. Now get your shit together moving forward and remember what we do okay. this on Thursdays. Uh, plug plug uh, Vison. <laughs> Yeah, especially for uh, you guys out in Maryland who have legalized sports gambling now. Hopefully, eh, 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 up on now. We will have well, legalized sports betting at some no, point in the future. It's, yes, it's legal now. It's hopefully, n- in the near future, FanDuel. The idea will. is legal now. Yes, yeah. but you still can't actually legally. No. Yes, it's, no. A, it's a fucking. But hopefully, in the very near future, which means you're going to want as much gambling advice as you can possibly get. Go to vcin.com. Uh, you can listen on SiriusXM204. You can watch on Comcast Xfinity. Or, as I said, you can subscribe to vcin.com, watch all the shows, get all the content, get all of our weekly uh, spreadsheets and everything else to help you win money. All so right. check that out. Very good. At the AOster on Twitter. Thanks, bud. All right, later. All right. Uh, apologies. Yeah, people are going to yell at me about this week's show because I'm. It's just. It's. I'm. It's bad on top of bad. It's. It's that nobody wants to address how truly bizarre. Full like, and I. I would love for somebody to step in and make an argument for me or stop me. And like, if if you know, Brandon, you know, if if you guys are like, no, this is, you're insane. This is totally logical. I'd be happy to have a conversation about it. It's just. I feel like we're living in a like a a world on our own when we talk about these things because nobody wants to yeah. address it. God, except mean, it, except for John from Jimmy's. God bless him. Although, he, you know, I don't know how far he's willing to go with it. Like, it's such a weird well, world, dude. You know, I, I think, you know, and this is probably the last, you know, thing we'll say about it this week. But as I was watching Dynamite, I mean, it's 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 kind of infuriating because there were really good matches on the show. Right. Like, I really enjoyed the MJF and Wardlow versus Sammy and Ortiz match. I really like on their face as matches, you know. I really enjoyed Miro and uh, and Trent. That was a great match, but 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 the context and the s- storytelling of it all is not, and and that's the part where it, I hit a wall, where it's like, you know, are we doing good matches just to do good matches? Okay, but it needs to be a little bit more than that. And, and right? I would, you know, what I would encourage if that's what you wanted to be, just do that. Like the the problem right. being that you're doing 
such convoluted, bizarre storylines that it almost doesn't matter when you get to the good match because it's lost. It's just lost in how shitty and insane these stories are, that you're adding six extra things, and here's this random 80s star to throw in the mix, and here... We, we wanted to get this person on the show this week, so we'll set up a storyline for next week, despite the fact that we haven't cleaned up this story. It's, it's and Billy Gunn is in your main event. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's a different... That's a, that's a different but thing. It's, it's, it's another... I mean, it's it's part of what we've been talking about, but anyway. No doubt. So, All right. Uh, but, but again, I, I my, my biggest takeaway, and maybe it's just me being an asshole, but again, and I think we said it before, my biggest takeaway from the show this week was sitting there and looking at this man, Miro, and just looking at him and being like, "Yep, you know, we we talked before about how we think we we're like, how did WWE screw him up, right? How did how did that not work, right?" And then he goes to this company because that happened, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm sitting here looking at him, and 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 the argument I wanted to make that I was trying to you know to 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 negotiate with myself to bring to this conversation is that like, you could even make the argument that they painted him into a corner by making him the foreign guy. Right. Mm-hmm. For a little bit, mm-hmm. because that, that is what happens. Right. When every time they make the guy, like this is the foreign guy, John Cena is going to beat, or this is the foreign guy. Hulk Hogan's going to beat. That's it's been happening forever. And the guy never recovers from that. Right. Typically mm-hmm. they got out of that. Right. And they screwed him up anyway. Then he came here and didn't have that at all. And that's the part I'm fighting with now is like, you don't even have that. So how is he not even on this (laughs) pay-per-view? I mean, not that the pay-per-view like matters, but like you have a pay-per-view. You've got this guy who I think should be probably in your top 10. Yep. At least. At right? least, if not more than the, I mean, no, it's insane. And it's he insane. He looks a thousand times better than he looked when he was in WWE. Yeah. It's just, it's, yes. I mean, maybe near the end he kind of looked like this, but like even with the hair change and his outfit and everything, I mean, I think he looks like a he great looks like a movie star. 2020 relevant yes. he character. Looks, he looks like a movie star. I agree. Yeah. It's very yeah. frustrating. All right. Uh, Brandon, my question what's the hottest shit in all of Somehow, all of that, and I'm going to have a different answer. What's the hottest shit in all of prof- professional wrestling this week? Um, I'm trying to move it around. I I talked about it. I cannot. I don't. Last week, the absolute worst part of NXT was just giving Pat McAfee a microphone for ten minutes and saying, "Go ahead." And so WWE decided that because they did that once, they needed to do it the fuck again. Yeah. You know, here's here's one thing I'm gonna say, and this is this is scares me because I think it's. I've I've checked enough places to know that it's true, and I don't know if you've seen this trend, but so either I'm going to surprise you, or you're going to agree with me, or and you're just going to break your computer when I tell you this. There is a problem. There is a Pat McAfee problem, not because it's necessarily bad, because it is. The bigger problem is that it's working, and the people that it's working with is is why we're going to see this more. It's the people who watch AEW that like this. And it blows my fucking mind. <laughs> there, there is so many people that shit on WWE blah, 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 and are pro AEW that love this Pat McAfee shit and say he's the best promo in, on NXT and blah, 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 blah. 
So I mean, do, I, do with that how you may. I gotta be right? honest with you. I, I have I have not seen that, so it's very difficult for me to like you know. I, I can't even be not. It's not that I can. I can't be angry about it because I don't know what it is, right? Like I just I those I haven't seen those people. I'm I'm not saying they don't exist. Um, I just have a lot of the, the feedback. Okay, let's just say this: the feedback is overwhelmingly positive. I haven't seen a lot of people bitching about this at all, no matter what kind of people they are, other than you and I, and and maybe a couple other people that we talk to on a regular basis when I just look at Twitter or whatever, I, I don't see any outrage about this. So to be fair, I, because I don't watch these shows live, I, I don't, it's, I'm not a good barometer for this. Right. And like, if you just Got search it. Pat McAfee, you get a bunch of WWE based accounts that like, of course are all going to tell you it was good. So I, I just don't see those people in my world the same way. And it's, and again, it's a smaller potential amount of people because it's happening on NXT instead of happening on um, raw or SmackDown. I, I, not being said, I don't, I don't, hmm, I don't doubt that I'm on the f- extreme end of it. I don't doubt that for one second, um, that I'm on the extreme end of it. I do think that pr- for the most part, professional wrestling fans are still inclined, as I keep saying, shiny red ball, right? Like, yes, that it's something it's, different. It's, so, right. it's content. So we'll look at it. It's not about whether or not it's good or bad. It's that it's content. So we'll look at it. And Pat McAfee is content. Like this is, he is meant for this world. Is he funny? No. Pat McAfee's not funny. Um, is he a great performer? No, he's not a great performer. But he's content. He he changes the tone of his voice and, you know, keeps talking and does diatribes and we are have gotten to a point as a country where that's something like we we just use this word right. content and call it that is well, plus he... they've aligned him with like a smarky crew so because he's aligned with these guys he's going to get a lot of leeway too to some extent there's truth to that right like like what what we're doing right now is we're saying he's a great heel well like Not is really. is he it, what makes him a great heel? Like he's, I I guess what we're saying makes him a great heel is that. By the he's way, you willing, can make the argument that the promo he cut was not a heel. Promo. Not not terribly, no. Um, I mean, he was he was he was he was backing three underserved pe- uh, talent. Right. Correct. Um, that's 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 fair and that's that's true. Um, that's a hundred percent accurate. So I, I just I don't know. I, I'm willing to accept that the world is changing and it's changing without me, right? Like, and I, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. That yeah. this world where there, there isn't really a funny anymore, it's just content like, wow, you went there or whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? And there's, we should come up with a, a term for it. It's, it's dunking. That's what it is. Dunking is, it's part of it too, right? Like, you dunked on somebody, you, you know. It's all part of whatever this world is, where there are no standards for objectively good, objectively bad, objectively funny, objectively, any of those things. It's just, whoa, you did it. Um, and, and then there's another element to it that it's disposable. Like it's like, um, oh, 100 percent. Oh. What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's almost like uh, what's we we could make up our own term. What's like what's like a yeah, food we really that immediately leaves your system. Uh, a food that oh wow, it's empty calories. That's what this is. Sure, right? sure that it's uh, empty calories. Wow, I got to think about that for a second. This is the empty calorie era yes. of media. Um, 
Like uh, you're eating a lot, but it's not helping. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really do anything. It just yeah, it's just right. there. And and that's fine. Like I it's not harmful necessarily. I, I mm, boy, this is tough because empty calories are harmful. <laughs> like that's the tricky part. Well, it's harmful because it doesn't make the show better. I guess you could make that argument. It's not killing the show, right? But it is keeping. It, but it, but you're because st- like, in theory, like could empty calories kill you? They could, but they generally don't. Yeah, you still live. You're just you're yeah, just in worse right. Shape. You're so, in like, worse shape. Yeah, I, it's a it's a fair. I I got to think that through a little bit more. I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at for trying to describe this. And and again, it go. This is not a professional wrestling thing. Pat McAfee, to his great credit has zeroed in on this. Just make content. Don't worry about whether it's funny. Don't worry about whether or not. Just make make it shiny. I mean, you could argue that's the entire podcast culture, right? Because, like, some of it's, some of it's compelling, but there's a lot that's just there. Yeah. that's Somebody might say that about us, I guess. Although I, I, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think that we're a little more analytical. I'd like to think that we do a little bit more of that. Um... But yeah, I mean, that, that is kind of the podcast culture. I mean, it's definitely, and I'm not, people, when I say this about Barstool Sports, people are like, boy, you just hate Barstool Sports. No, I don't. I don't hate Barstool Sports. I, again, I'm mostly nothing them. Mostly. By the, by the way, I also would make an argument that, like, that's okay, too, right? Like, it's 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 completely fine. Like, there are things I listen to that I would tell you are, like, this is really compelling, you know, it right. benefit your life in some way you should listen to this. And then there's other shit I listen to for something to do. And that is a relevant thing. I, you know what I mean? You know like, what I would, I would compa- not everything has to be life-changing and whatever. I, here's here's a comparison I would make. Else, There's a right? TV show that I like that I know is not particularly funny. And it's not really particularly anything. It is clever. I'll give them that. But it's nothing more than clever. It's the Goldbergs on ABC. It is... It's like if somebody said, name the funny shows of the last decade, it would never be on my list. It's not that, despite the fact that it's a sitcom. It's just sort of agreeable. It's there. I can turn it on. I don't have to worry about paying attention to the story. It can just sort of be a nice, pleasant, shiny thing that's on in the background as I'm doing some work at night. Pat McAfee can be that, right? I just won't allow it to be confused. It's, Pat McAfee should never be given 10 minutes with the microphone. He's he's not doing and, and anything. Your, and your biggest concern is he's the focal. It's insane point. in this yeah. story that the story has been built around Pat McAfee. I, I I I keep trying to come up with comparisons for this. It would be like doing a movie with Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, you know Julia Roberts. Um, and John Cena, and John Cena's the lead actor. Something like that, right? Like I'm I was you know like it's something along those lines. Like and and building it around John Cena, I, or like or like that's too much credit because John Cena's done a lot of movies. It would be like taking like Randy Orton or something, and, right? And building the movie around him, right. saying right. here are all of these actors, these these brilliant actors, and Daniel Day Lewis, and oh God, Octavia Spencer, and Viola Davis, and Denzel Washington, but it's a Randy Orton picture, like <laughs> right. I don't, and I'm not really trying to say that these eight people or these other seven people are 
are Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington. I'm not really trying to say that either. No, but like to re- to to wrestling fans, you could argue they're like Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, right. You know, right. like the, yes. the best character actors, Cor- like the, you know, Steve Eugene Buscemi and, and William Herrick, and William like H. That, William H. Macy and Daniel Levy and uh, like or Eugene Levy. Like these are unbelievable performers, and the story you're telling is Pat McAfee. I mean, the other problem is you have him up there telling the truth about undisputed well that's true too that is a problem you're not reminding everybody how big of assholes they were before they turned fake like it's a weird bit it's a weird story and and honestly it would be a little weird even if it wasn't pat mcafee with these other three guys saying these same things because it's all true and i mean i guess you could you know you could make an argument that you could make it work but it, it You'd have to turn a corner somewhere so, where so, you show why they're, you know, the op, you know, everyone who was always a face is now a heel, and everyone yeah. who was always a heel is now a face. Yeah, let me. It let me, is a little let, weird because they just turned heel. These three, these other three. So let me do this quickly because I, we're going to have to wrap up here in a minute to sure. get to uh, the Good Brothers. Um, here's what I would say. I think the one bit, the one thing, the one thing that is that mm, no, it's still very offensive. Pat McAfee can burn himself out. People will get sick of it at some point. You can't just keep doing this week in and week out, and and have it be you know oh it's so great. People will get sick of there's it. There's no dynamic to it. Like, um, there's no other way for him for it to go except for him to be a loud shithead and then get right, his ass kicked. Correct. There's nothing else. Correct. To do it. That's the that is the end of it. So Pat McAfee's not the best promo in wrestling. He's the guy that's willing to be the loudest right now because he has the least at stake, right? right. Like, they don't right. want... Tommaso Ciampa, who looked like a million goddamn dollars because he always looks like a million dollars because he's brilliant. Tommaso Ciampa is a great promo. He's a great promo. He's just playing a different character because they don't want his character to be the guy that you're going to get sick of in three weeks. They're not going to let him go off the same way. He wouldn't go off the same way. Because you need to be able to go to back to Tommaso Ciampa in in three months. Pat McAfee can do this, and when you're sick of him in three months, it's or in three weeks, it's okay. It's okay that you're sick of him and that you're done with him after war games because they don't need him around. They don't need him to fulfill this. It goes back to shiny object. It can be this really shiny object that can just disappear afterwards. I hope that's the case. We'll be done with it. Let me fly through some other topics. Um, the end of SmackDown on friday night i i continue to be impressed with this i completely i mean i completely agree i i, I the f- it doesn't surprise me that daniel bryan would put him in this position it surprises me a little bit that they're clearly i think they're clearly going the way that you prognosticated months ago which is that they're making Jey Uso a real yep. force. Yep. And I've never been more convinced, and I know I said this last week, and I'll probably keep saying it if they keep going this direction. I've never been more convinced that if it doesn't end up the way we, th- you know, the way you laid out, which is him fighting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, um, there's some other major s- single stuff happening with him. You know, I, I think that is where it's going. You have to do that I th- at this point. Um, well, but, I, as uh, I said, the only problem now, the only problem I have is it's so good that I'm going to be mad if it ends up being the rock, which is insane. <laughs> like it's right. insane, but you're creating a scenario where the answer can't be the rock now. 
You're, no, but he, let me let me throw it one further though. It almost makes it better if it is The Rock and Roman beats him, and then Jay Uso beats. Yeah, maybe Roman except at for SummerSlam or it, something. That's it, that boy. You really got to drag it out if that's the case. You do, but like you do it if you can get The Rock. If you can yeah, get The I, Rock, I, I, I'm not saying they're. The I'm not saying they're not going to do it. They're going to do it. I'm saying well, it's no, actually. I'm say they should. Here's what I'm going to say, and I know I know you're going to say. You're going to be mad if it's The Rock now, whatever. In my opinion, if you can get The Rock, you have to do The Rock. I mean, you, there's no, you don't turn down The Rock. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, Jey Uso, but, like, if you tell this story, but then you, The Rock says, I want to do this match, that's what you have to do. <laughs> you don't have a I, choice. From a, from a business standpoint, I completely agree. Um, from, from a storyline standpoint... I don't feel as strongly about. I just don't feel as strongly about there being insane value in Roman Reigns going over the Rock. But I'm again. I want to make this very clear. I'm not pretending like I'm going to be mad if the Rock is at WrestleMania. I can't be. What I'm saying is this somehow ends up becoming gold. Like, don't give me something I want. Right, if it's Goldberg to take right. to take it away from me. Right? right, like don't give me. And I ain't even saying that about the Rock. If it's gonna be the Rock. I almost say, don't do this good of a job of telling the story. Don't. Well, and I think I think we'll know. Like, like I don't think there's a situation where all of a sudden in February we're going to get the rug pulled out from under us. I right. think we'll know by what they do between now and January. Like, if if it turns into like you know the the who's I get them so confused because I watch Total Divas and they use their real names and Total oh, Divas. Yeah. So you, it's, um, it's Jay and Jimmy. So Jay. So Jimmy's the other one. I yes. was going to call him John because I right. think that's his real Correct. name. So Jimmy, if he comes back, like, I don't know how far along his injury is, but let's say he comes back in January and then they have them, like, winning the tag titles. We know this is not, not happening, you know? Um, but if if this remains sort of like if Jimmy comes back and he is treated like Jay kind of, then I think you could make the argument that they might fight each other for the right to fight Roman at WrestleMania or something like that. Um, and maybe they even make the rock, the referee or something. I don't know. There's a way to involve the rock in this, by the way, without, without him. it being, yeah, you could, yeah. That, that's possible too. I don't disagree with that. That's possible. Um. Uh. Quickly. But anyway, great, great, and oh I yeah, it was, Daniel it was, Bryan for putting yep, him over. It was like wonderful. That, All of it was like really a million good. dollars. Agreed. Agreed. Um. The retribution thing is it continues to be weird. I, I, I don't mean to be dismissive of it. I just don't like spending a lot of time talking about retribution because I don't think they warrant it. We'll see. I did think the video that that Mustafa did was was more interesting than nothing, and that's the bar that we've had with retribution. But yeah, I don't want to go too for much further than that. Okay. Um, I'm fine leaving it there. Vin, there's going to be a Bill Simmons-produced Vince McMahon documentary, and it will disappoint you. I yeah. guarantee that. But I, I'll still watch it. I'll watch it. Of course I'll watch it. I guarantee you'll walk out of it saying, okay, I knew that. Like, I just don't think there's any world in which Vince McMahon is going to agree to work with Bill Simmons on something that will actually be interesting and compelling, and you'll learn something doing. I, I don't believe that for even a second. I think it'll have... Very loud moments. I think it'll be like the stuff that we already know will be presented in in fiery ways, but it won't. You know, it'll, and maybe they'll give us like one other thing, and that's it. maybe, maybe. I just I'm there's convinced. a there's a much more compelling documentary that was announced. The Stone Cold one. I, I, 
again, by the producers of The Last Dance. Like, and that I like the sounds of that, but where are you going? I, you, you're still dealing with the fact that ultimately Stone Cold Steve Austin is a WWE employee, and that WWE will go out of their way to watch how they're presented. Now, for what it's worth, they, the producer of The Last Dance let Michael Jordan have say over how his was presented, and still managed to present it in a really compelling way. But to be fair some of the most compelling stuff involved was not directly about Michael Jordan. Um, and instead about some of the more ancillary characters involved. And also they had unprecedented footage. Like, Oh yes. Yeah, right. Correct. And insane. Yeah. It's a great point. Great point. Um, uh, the Twitch thing, man, we have not really been talking about that on the show and I feel bad about that. It is a really big story in pro wrestling. It's a giant story and Paige declaring that she's not going to quit Twitch and whatever comes from that comes from that obviously she has less skin in the game because she's not like a, an active wrestler so if wwe ultimately fires her she'll say okay you know like it might be more valuable for her to do twitch than it is for her to do much of anything else at this point I, it's a little bit different that it's page than if it was say you know xavier woods um I, it has been shameful it's absolutely shameful that wwe is shutting down twitch now, this is a competitive marketplace, and if AEW is willing to step in and say, I would say one of two things. If WWE is willing to pay you more so that you don't do Twitch versus what AEW can pay you, then I'll, I'd quit Twitch over that. If you want to pay me more money for me to not do Twitch, by all means. Um, but it's, it's, it's clearly a big story in that world. It's not my story. It's not my world, Brandon, so I'm kind of the wrong yeah. person to go down there. I don't I don't know enough about it to know why I should care, but there's always was going to be awkwardness in you know you your existence as a character versus your existence as a a real human being and how that line is walked between the two things. Um I, the only thing I'll say about it is I was shocked that they even allowed this to begin with. So I, I don't it disagree doesn't surprise with that. me that they did this and it I'm not saying whether they should or shouldn't. Like I, I read some arguments that are actually quite compelling as to why there should at least be control of this, but like or or some kind of, you know, permission system or something. But like it gets icky when you talk about, you know, the classification of the employees and all that other thing. So, you know, I understand why people are mad about it. Um, I think it's a little grayer than people are wanting it to be because everybody wants to, yeah, you know, shit on the WWE evil, yeah. But I think it's more icky than not. But there's still a little bit of I, something I, in I'm there. I'm probably close to where you are. Where, like, yeah, I don't like the idea of shutting out how human beings can make money. I think that's really bad. But at the same time, I kind of understand yeah. where it's coming from. I don't know how you make those things whole. Right, like yeah, I like, don't like not to talk about this all day, but I just want to offer one little. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be super quick. Super quick, just to make people think, you know, when Justin Tucker does his uh, Royal Farms ads, there's not Ravens logo, right? Right. Well, so you know, I think that it's harder to separate the those things. When uh, harder, harder. I agree with that. It's harder to separate. Like, yeah, yeah, yes. I, it's, it's, it's. Boy, it is tricky. I don't. You know what? You're, you're on to something there. I, I, I it would require another level of thought. Do you have? Uh, do you have something you want to plug this week? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. I, just, I was I, hoping I, you were going to do a bit, but that's okay. We'll move I, on. I did it. I know. I didn't think of one this time, and uh, but I will just say, uh, hopefully next week when we talk, uh, all the things that we want to happen will have happened, and 
and will be uh, happy about it. Well, I'm joined now again here on Jobbing Out. Uh, we got, had these guys on, I don't know, for about a month ago. And basically the way that it went is we just told them how great they were. And then they told us how great they we were. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> uh, this time they brought Rocky Romero with them because Talking Shopamania 2 is coming up next weekend, as is Impact's turning point, where they're going to get the belts they so rightly deserve against the North. It's the Good Brothers, Anderson and Gallows and Rocky Romero from Talking Shop. Dude, it's so great to have you guys back. Yeah, thanks for having us on, good brother. Absolutely. Oh my God! And star studded, a star studded lineup, brother. Right. Thanks for having us. And you guys are coming back to Jimmy's too, which we love because we, of course, love Jimmy's oh, on yeah. top of everything Absolutely. else. We're pumped are for you, that. Yeah, you coming out November twenty? Oh, you think you think there's any chance we're not going to be there? You think there's any <laughs> chance <laughs> we wouldn't be there brother, for that? We'll come, at, we'll come on again before that. Hell yeah! That thing. We, we, we want uh, we want <laughs> everybody to break the record the for most ever talking uh, times live guys. Appearance. I love this so much. All right, here's the thing. We're getting ready for Talking Shop Ma- Mania 2. What is the the rejected idea? Can you share a rejected idea that somehow <laughs> you guys thought through and said, you know what, we can do a lot of things, but we can't do this, either because it's too dumb or impossible to pull off? Uh, well, there were, there were actually things, and this is going to surprise you when you watch this show, because this show is TVMA to the 10th degree. This show is <laughs> is more adult-themed than the first one, believe it or not, in a lot of ways. But there were things that certain characters in the show, and maybe we can talk about it after the show, that might be fun. Uh, there were a lot, you know, there's a lot of improv involved in something like this, and there's a lot of people who don't exactly know exactly what they're getting into, so we have to <laughs> explain things to them. They don't really understand until they see, you know, two men trying to rip each other's you know, ball sacks off in, 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 in someone's front yard. And some of the things that come out of their mouth, even we go, hold on, we have to cut that out, brother. You can't say that. Yeah. My goodness. Basically, well, I think Scott Steiner said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the yeah, that I was feeding around. Yeah. Well, oh, think okay. about this. We got, we got guys that we grew up watching. Uh, we grew up watching these guys on television, right? And now they're in Gallows' parking lot or in Gallows' driveway, <laughs> and they're watching me dressed up in this stupid fucking outfit, t- 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 tying, a, tying a rope around Gallows, who's dressed up as Sex Ferguson, t- tying a rope around his balls, and then I tie it to a truck and I try to pull his balls off. Yeah, exactly. Things and Scott like Snyder's just wait, wait, standing there watching that. Wait a <laughs> can, and Vincent, can, can people see you it. doing this oh, while yeah. you're filming it? Like Virgil is watching and going, this is my type of humor. I love this. <laughs> Brandon asks a good question. Are there, is there like a, are there people on your street that don't know who you are and are like, what the F is going on in our neighborhood right now? Well, you know, luckily, I got about a mile long driveway. I'm okay. on eight acres, so... I warned the, the cop that's out on the main road both times. Like, hey, brother, there's going to be some weird shit going on. You're going to see a lot of weird-looking people. You're going to see a whole lot. Of, you're going to see a whole lot of traffic. You're going to hear a lot of weird noises. You're going to so just give me two days and it'll be over with. And I'm sorry. And now this time he was like, "Well, hunting season's starting, so just don't disrupt that." And I'm like, "I'm sure the deer won't know what's going on if they hear explosions, gunshots, fire shooting into the air." Men screaming about their phalluses, things of that nature. 
Well, fireworks. We, we set off a bunch of fireworks, and I almost blew my face off. That's good. That's the kind of a, no. I'm not even sure if it made it into the into the well, final cut. I have that. I still have that video, and I don't think we should release it until post talk and shop are made it too. But it's a scary one. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I feel I like lost my life just trying. I almost lost my life for talking shop mania two fireworks. Just trying to pop the boys. Yeah, I was gonna say face, it's, I guess. it's it's worth it, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> so you pop in the boys. It's like because my luck, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have died, right? I just would have my face would have been blown. <laughs> go, Aaron, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say like how many times do you just have to like stop because what you guys are doing is so ridiculous that like no one can stay, you know, can keep themselves from breaking with these ridiculous things going on. What was our question? Could you guys? Sorry, you got muffled a little bit. No, no, no. He was like, again, how many times do you, Aaron, you you stop because everybody is breaking and losing their minds because what you're doing is so absurd that, like, you have to do another (laughs) take of it? It it, it happens, man. It happened a few times in the the first one when we were doing the Boner Yard match. There was some line I kept saying in the Undertaker voice, and and Hot Carl couldn't take it, and he kept laughing, and we had to cut, cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gall- Gallows and Rocky are, are, like, two guys that can pop me the most, and, like, Gallows especially gets us going. Like, he's one of the only men that can drop me to my knee and make me start laughing. And, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, you have somebody in your life that actually physically, like, makes you physically fall down laughing? I fall. Sometimes I'll be, sta- I'll be standing up talking normally. He'll say something, and I just drop. <laughs> I can't, can't take it anymore. That's where talking Mania comes from is our, our weird, similar sense of humor. So that's when you're watching the ball for a ball match and you're wondering what in the hell you got yourself into and glad that it was only fourteen ninety nine. Know that that's the reason because it lives inside of our weird ass heads. It's the greatest fourteen ninety nine you're going to spend in your life, by the way, for talking. It, it, it really, it really, it really is. Yeah, I even got to say, man, I think, I think too. Like, of course, there's like a beauty to one that is going to be awesome because it was the original, but. I, like I, I've told this a bunch over the last couple of days, but I watched part two and about ten minutes in, I've already I laughed a lot. But by the tenth, by the ten minute mark, I had to turn it off because I was crying, laughing so hard. <laughs> and I don't know if it's funny or stupid or, or what it was. But something got me, and I couldn't. I, I think it. that answer is It'll yes, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> that answer is yes. It's funny and stupid. Again, talking shop a mania two next Friday night on Fight TV, and then next Saturday night, Turning Point on Impact Plus. The Good Brothers in the North. We got the Good Brothers and Rocky Romero from Talking Shop with us on Jobbing Out. Um, okay, boys, you know, this is, is, so we've already heard you guys talk about talking shop of mania three. Is there a point oh, yeah. at which you just can't top this? Is there a point at which you say, like, I, I remember like watching the jackass movies and thinking to myself, how could you do another one? Like you've done everything. Is there a point at which you say that we've, we've done everything there can possibly be to do. There's no way we can top this. I think that's the fun of the challenge of it. And we were already talking about talking Shop of Mania 3 with no idea. And then last night out of nowhere, Rocky, who has to redeem himself because he spent our entire talking Shop bank account on his segment with, with Chavo Guerrero on Talk Shop Mania 2, uh, <laughs> who, who bankrupted us, he, uh, he, just, he just barked out this text message, movie script, this is what we should do for talking Shop of Mania 3. And we went, 
holy shit, that's amazing. So, you know, we're just hoping there's a buy rate on Talking Chopper Mania 2 so we can bring Talking Chopper Mania 3 to life. <laughs> that's part of the fun, right? Because, like, with Jackass, like, these guys are jumping off of houses or running into things with golf carts and, like, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's like, but, but we have the control to, if people can just get invested in this story, as silly as it sounds, because we do tell a story. Right. Part two. Yeah, if, if, if people can just, like, you know, the guy with the, with the hockey mask that comes out of the grave at the end of part one, like, there's a story to it. His name is the Cox Torturer. And, well, <laughs> he's, 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 the, whole, he's he the whole reason for this, for part two. We have a backstory to him. We have a final to him. Like, there's a whole story. <laughs> and but, uh, it sounds silly, but we're telling the story. We have a whole story for part three, part four. Like, we're just going to, if, if people can get invested in it, it's it's going to be a really it's fun It's going to keep coming. Yeah, we got, yeah. we have three factions debuting at Talking Shop of Mania 2. One of them we've already <laughs> revealed in a, in a teaser clip called Retra Poop Shin. Uh, I don't know who came up with that, but there's there's three factions debuting that all have all have some, some real legendary stuff attached to them. And uh, I think people are going to get a huge kick out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Retra Poop Shin, when, you, when they die or when they get hit too hard, they fart and they shit they themselves. They fart or they shit themselves because, well, it's Retra Poop Shin. It's what they do. Right? That's, that's, yeah, and they, have really funny, they have really bad names. Yeah. They're basically like, <laughs> Yeah, they're like the stormtroopers of, of talking shop of mania. You know, <laughs> they're like the anonymous henchmen turning knobs in the Austin uh, Powers movie. <laughs> I feel like yeah. a lot of people are asking me questions about my retro poopshin shirt that could be answered by my retro poopshin shirt. I feel like it's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> God, that's brilliant! Jesus, that's amazing. Um, okay, so 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 you're, you're doing all this. Is there anything that you have regretted through two talking shopamanias? Is there anything that you look back and say, eh, like at all? I mean, but here's the thing about it: it's supposed to be bad, so that's why, like, it's the opposite of like when you're at real wrestling TV and someone has a critique and goes, "We maybe should have done this this way." We're like, hey, that was terrible. Can you do that more, please? <laughs> well, yeah. I guess the only regrets we have with it is a couple times. I wish we would have, like, if I watch it back, I go, fuck. I wish we'd have done. I wish we'd have done more here. Or I wish. Right. I wish I'd have like ripped Sex Ferguson's balls off and took a bite of them or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's kind of like, like, I, we just want to push it more and push it more because we pushed it as far as we could for here for part two. Trust me. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's next level. Oh God! All right, and we have to address put the, the kids to bed, please. Yeah, right. please put the kids. Well, hang on a second. Or be, or be a really good parent and let them watch. and order some booze and and watch it with that going through your body, and I think you'll have a much better time. Hang on, we're all we're all parents. I think like my kids have to watch. I think it's actually important that my five year old sees. It's a ritual. It's a good father brother. If you're gonna let if you're gonna if you're that t- style of parent, uh, I would say let them watch for a while, and then when it gets close to ball for a ball, go tuck their little asses in. Because they don't need to see that. <laughs> I remember I was previewing the bone the boner yard match last time, and I was in the kitchen by myself, and like my ten year old scooted up next to me, and you know I started to feel uncomfortable every time he was. Like, <laughs> you know, every F word, he said, "Dad," you know, I'm going, oh, "Boy, I, I had my, uh, my son." My son said that yesterday. He goes, I haven't seen uh, this, this ball for a ball thing you guys are doing. I go, oh, that's okay, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not for you. It's <laughs> you not you don't need to. You don't need to see that. I said, shit. <laughs> Watch Daddy on Tuesday nights on Impact on Access TV. Right, don't worry about it. Ball for a ball. Yeah. Turn yeah, in. I, I got to tell my kids, 
when, 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 when I tie the when I tie the rope to, to Sex Ferguson's balls and I try to pull the truck back and I scream <laughs> out after I, I, I honk the horn in the semi truck and I scream, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rip your balls off and drop elbows on him. And he says, I hope you don't do that. I mean, that's the kind of shit that we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What's the age where you let them though? Like, at what point in their life do you have to reveal? Hey, so you've seen Daddy win like the tag titles at Turning Point. Um, there are some other things that Daddy did that somebody might tell you about. Like, at what age is that in a, a conversation you have to well, have? Well, I mean, my my son's thirteen. You know, he's going through puberty, so he's already discovering things that he had no idea about. It's an awkward enough age. I don't think I should pile this on top of him either. It might pop him up Wait, <laughs> but, but middle years, school—that's you know? like their friends might see it and, and ask him about it. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I already it's can't. like. I already yeah. catch heat from his mom for my Instagram. She's like, you know, you dress up and you put that bandana on, you're just screaming fuck on Instagram and everybody can see it. And I'm like, honey, it's part of, well, not honey anymore, but hey, it's, it's part of how we make money around here. So just let me do my thing and don't look at it. It's hey, not like- in this, especially in this in this day and age, man, everything we do is going to be put out there, right? If we're we're putting ourselves out there anyway, like it's gonna it's gonna be on the internet. It's gonna be in the sure. world forever, forever. Yeah. So. So like, hey, I think we're just going full steam. You know, fuck it. Like we, whatever, whatever happens, happens. And I think our kids will understand that, that we're just creative geniuses at the end of the day. That's what, <laughs> that's what we'll preach to them all the time. Listen, your dad was a genius. Okay, he created ball for a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy, why did you, Daddy, why did you say you want to rip, rip, rip Sex Ferguson's balls off and take a bite? Uh-huh. Well, son, it's. It, it's creative well, stuff, boys. Before we yeah, let yeah. you go, right, uh, the, the coming up next, uh, let's let's talk about really quickly. Turning point. All the North has done is cheat in order to to try to to take care of you guys. You guys got them next Saturday, right? Absolutely, man. It's the triple crown for us. It's the one set of tag team titles that have eluded us as Impact Wrestling tag team titles. We need those for our mantles. We need those for our credibility and all this goofiness. It's time to get serious and and let people remember and know exactly who in the hell Gallows and Anderson really are. It's time to get Japanese style on those guys. It's a magic killer, a one, two, three. We don't even need it too sweet. Our hands will be raised at turning point Saturday night, November 14th on the impact plus app, just seven ninety nine a month, every impact pay-per-view in history. Plus all this great bonus content, including turning point. No doubt guys. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say. We could do this a thousand times more. Um, thank you. <laughs> and, we, and we will. Yes, we will. We're yeah, definitely we'll do it, doing we'll do it next week for Jimmy's. Hell Yes, that's a promise. Uh, 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 brothers and, and, and Rocky, I love you guys. Thank you for taking the time for us, as always. Uh, I cannot wait for talking Shopamania, too, man. Awesome, man. Thank you awesome. so much. Thanks, brother. We appreciate Enjoy it, Enjoy it, brother. Appreciate you, man. Hey, don't hold it against us, whatever you see. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Appreciate the good brothers. Love them. They're incredible. Get to see them at Jimmy's. I, I, if. I mean, they're just the best. Uh, all right, so Aaron got his plugs in. Brandon, you didn't have anything to plug. Um, uh, at AJ Francis 410 follow him. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com is where you find my show. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main events. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out! Fuck Aaron's internet.